If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that I'm going to say a little bit too much. This is Oversharing with me, Erica Shea. Welcome back to another week of Oversharing with Erica Shea. It is me, Erica Shea, and I know I was not around last week. Just like a crazy week, and then it was Valentine's Day, and I didn't really want to record on Oh, well, Valentine's Day was Wednesday. I don't know. I missed week. Okay. And I hope you all had an amazing Valentine's Day and an amazing Galentine's Day. And I hope you celebrated love for your friends and for your romantic partner and for your family and hopefully for yourself as well, because honestly, that is most important. Um, Last week, I celebrated Valentine's Day with my boyfriend and he's literally the best person I know because he handmade my gift. He hand wood burned a charcuterie board for me that has our names on it and like the mountains of Salt Lake City and these like wildflowers that are so beautiful because I kept saying I love wildflowers. And he did it all because I mentioned I didn't have a good charcuterie board, which like get this man a trophy. I don't know. I got him um so dorky. He loves Legos and I got him a customized little thing that has us as Legos on it and it's very adorable. But all that to say, hope you had an amazing Valentine's Day and that, you know, you had a good long weekend if you had a long weekend and all that good stuff. Last week, we also, you know, we celebrated Valentine's Day and we also binged Love is Blind season six. So I don't even know really where to begin with this season. It's easily my favorite season of Love is Blind. I think the first season was iconic as well. But this is the best one since then. And it's been so funny because I had to convince my boyfriend. Sorry, he just texted me about dinner and I'm like, I'm recording a podcast, dude. Um, I had to convince my boyfriend to watch Love is Blind. And now he is so hooked. So ladies, if you need to convince your man, just tell him like, just ask him for like one episode. Ask him for two, actually, maybe to get him really hooked. She's like, just watch two episodes with me. And then he's probably going to get hooked because this not only happened to me and my boyfriend, but also my sister and her boyfriend. Um, My other sister's husband refuses to watch it still, but after watching some of it because it infuriates him. And I can understand that. I can respect that. But um, my boyfriend loved it so much that he actually asked if we could go back once we caught up to the six episodes that are out. Well, there's more out now. But um, once we caught up to the six that were out at the time, he literally was like, um, so are there any other really good seasons? Because I would like to watch more of this show. So let that be a message to all dudes out there that if your girl's been trying to get you to watch Love is Blind, just bite the bullet. And if you're a single dude who hasn't watched Love is Blind, I highly recommend it. I think it can teach you a lot about dating because obviously the whole premise is they sit in these pods and they can't see each other and they talk and they date through pods. And I like truly you see some really cute couples come out of it and a lot of them, not a lot of them, some of them, a good handful of them are still married and still in love. And I truly believe that love can be blind, but something that's going on this season, there will be some spoilers in here. So honestly, if at this point you're like, I have not yet started watching it, I am determined to watch it. Uh, Well, maybe pick up this podcast when you have watched the first six episodes. But a big theme this year, a big issue is should the contestants be allowed to talk about and ask about looks at all? And that's it's because... I wouldn't say a ton of them are asking about it, but one couple in particular, the guy asked the girl, 
who's your celebrity doppelganger. And she said she has been told that she looks like Megan Fox. And now I want to make that very clear. She said, I have been told that I look like Megan Fox. She also then followed it up with, I don't think that's true, but I think it's my dark hair and my light eyes that make people say that. And this man heard the words Megan Fox and literally forgot his own first name. Like he just could not even function after hearing that. And I think basically he was like, this is my girl. And he was also dating someone else at the time. And it gets really freaking messy. That's not even the biggest issue. Although there are so many issues with that couple and I can't even get involved yet. But or I can't think about it too hard. But the issue is that now the internet is absolutely dragging this girl on social because she said she looks like Megan Fox. And like she is, I wouldn't even say like a curvier girl. I would say she's a little bit curvy and I don't know, doesn't have as dark of hair as Megan Fox, probably doesn't look exactly like Megan Fox. But as my sister pointed out, Megan Fox doesn't even look like Megan Fox anymore. Like young Megan Fox looks like a completely different person than five years ago, Megan Fox, than today, Megan Fox. So who are we to really say which one she was being compared to? Um, But yeah, the internet is like dragging her and she had to post a TikTok that was like, hey, if you're any of those people who like told me I looked like Megan Fox now, it'd be a great time to come forward. The video as the moment that I'm seeing it has 9 million views. So I'm sure by the time you guys listen to this, it'll be over 10 million views because it's going crazy. Um, Just shows how many people are watching this show and how many people are invested, right? It's insane. But that is all to say, should the contestants be allowed to ask about looks on the show at all? I think to a certain degree, maybe like if you're like really, I don't know, actually I'm like, asking about height and stuff is the total anti-premise of the show, right? Like if I was in the pod, I would want to ask a guy like, hey, how tall are you? Do you happen to be over six feet? Because that would be super great. And I just don't think I should be allowed to do that if I was to do it, which I'm not going to. Anyway, one time I got reached out by a casting director for Love is Blind, by the way. Regardless, I'm going to go ahead and say... 99% of the instances, no, they should not be allowed to ask about looks, about celebrity doppelgangers, about hair color, eye color, skin color, height, um, weight, curves, any of that. Especially because I think, I think almost every time it's a man asking those questions. Like, Men are the ones asking about like what they look like and caring about what the girls look like and caring about if the girls are a certain weight and or not height. Sorry, and the the height is coming from the girls, but like a certain weight or a certain eye color, a certain type that they used to date. And it's so frustrating because, uh, you know, they shouldn't have to be validated. Like they shouldn't be asked to validate how beautiful they are when the guy should know at that point their wonderful personality. It just, it infuriates me. Okay. Um, anyway, Chelsea, the girl who I was just talking about the Megan Fox comment, she is getting dragged on social media. It is so bad. People are being so mean and it really is making me think like, why do we feel okay being that cruel to strangers on the internet? And on a very, 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 very tiny degree, I have also experienced this because when I moved here to Utah, some people were not thrilled with the change on the radio station and me being a part of the morning show, not just me, but also my co-host. And they were cruel. And, you know, they said a lot of things. Granted, they didn't really take digs at us personally. It was more about the previous show and it is what it is. But 
even that was like, wow, that is a lot of comments. That is a lot of people chatting about not wanting us here. And it was on such a smaller scale than this stupid Megan Fox comment has or was on. And I feel for Chelsea. I really do. I can't imagine saying something. You're not even thinking about it. She probably was like, I don't know whoever told me I looked like a celebrity and was like, I guess people told me I looked like Megan Fox before and said it without thinking that this man was going to forget how to breathe because she said Megan Fox. And then he decided that he was going to make his whole decision on who he wanted to propose to based on a celebrity doppelganger. Now, I'm curious if he had asked the other girl he was talking to what hers was, what she would have said, because she was also a very beautiful girl and frankly kind of looks like Megan Fox. So, um, you know, men, men, pull your heads out of the earth. I don't know. Pull your heads out of your butts <laughs> and start dating people for who they are. Date people for the way they make you feel and the way the the things you love about them that don't have to do with their appearances. Because in the long run, appearance changes and we all lose and gain weight and we all cut our hair and dye our hair and do whatever. Like appearance changes, but what doesn't change is who the person is at the core. And I'm just saying. Now, a little bit back to my social media rant here. I definitely feel for Chelsea. I also think she's probably fine. She probably has a good support group and is going to be okay, even though people are being absolutely cruel. But I, it made me think about like, have you ever felt so inclined to leave like a hate comment on someone's Instagram or TikTok or social media post? Because I just can't fathom publicly or even privately, I guess, like shaming someone in the way that these trolls do. And I think that we're all just like, I mean, obviously we're all like way too caught up in the social media world and it's really horrifying, but this is one of those times when it's being very much like exemplified. And I just, if you ever feel so inclined to comment a hateful thing on someone's Instagram post or TikTok or anything, just take like 15 seconds, maybe do a lap around your apartment or your room or your house, whatever you're doing, and think, is this really that necessary to say? Because if you're not just supporting people, you can be just silent on social media. You don't have to put your two cents in if your two cents is really cruel. Um, if you don't like something that someone's doing, just ignore it. I mean, unless it's like they're spewing hate, that's a totally different situation. But Say I posted a video of this moment right here talking about how, you know, we don't we don't need trolls, it's fine. And you felt the need to comment on that post being like, you're ugly, you're mean, you're stupid, you're obnoxious. Like why? I mean, I don't think those things about myself. So if you said them to me, I'd be like, okay, something's wrong with you. Nothing's wrong with me. But not everyone has that same mindset. So like if you caught someone in a much more vulnerable place and told them you're stupid, you're ugly, you know, you're worthless. That's not okay, first of all. And like, why do you want to do that? Why do you get joy? And sorry, I'm not speaking to like you listening because I don't think any of my listeners are cruel people, but why does anyone get joy out of being awful to other people? It's something I'll never understand. I mean, there's so many things I'm never going to understand about social media, but that is a major one. And I just, if you've ever even felt inclined to comment something cruel on someone's post, just think about this podcast right now. Take a lap, take a deep breath, and it's all going to be okay. Um, on another note of social media, and it's just something that it really gets under my skin. It's something about 
or that I deal with a lot in my profession because in a way, like social media is a huge part of what I do for work. But at the same time, it, it in a, no way, sorry, let me say that again before I stutter again. It in no way defines my value. It defines my success, any of that at work. And I feel like this is the danger of influencers is like we look at influencers and they have multi, multi million amounts of views on video after video. And we think like that's the standard and that's what we should achieve. And I'm saying that as anyone who one works in a career path where they're encouraged to use social media or two wants to pursue social media as a career, millions and millions of views is not normal. Like millions and millions of views is like whole cities viewing and liking and commenting. And that's just, I mean, more than whole cities. There are cities much smaller than multi-millions. And I just, I don't even know how to articulate how unimportant it is, how many people are seeing your content and how many people are liking and engaging. Is it wonderful when something you've said and something you're doing really catches on and resonates with people? Of course. That's such a great feeling because you're like, okay, what I'm saying is something that someone else has felt and that's beautiful and that's cool. Or it's like a funny video and you're like, what I'm doing here is making other people laugh. It's entertaining people. It's bringing them joy. That's also cool as hell. But if you really boil it down to like those feelings, right? Some, what I'm saying is resonating with people or what I'm doing is making people laugh. Doesn't 10 views matter just as much as 10,000 views? Because that means even if it's like one view, I mean, but no one wants their content to go out to just one person. But if just one person can comment and say, wow, this really resonated with me. This meant so much. Thank you so much. Or wow, this really made me laugh. You made my day. Or I loved this recommendation that you gave me. You know, these clothes are so great. This shampoo is so great. I love this makeup. I love that restaurant you recommended. Any of it. Shouldn't that matter just as much as 10,000 people saying that? Because just because it's so hard to explain. I'm like, if you're not the kind of person who's getting millions of views on something, then your videos just aren't reaching the same people or your posts just aren't reaching the same amount of people. But if your posts are reaching 6,000 people and you're getting 30 comments saying like, I love this so much, you're probably impacting more than those 30 people. It's just 30 people who took the extra step to tell you. So I know I'll get off my soapbox, but I just hope that if anyone listening gets down because they don't feel like they get enough likes or they don't feel like they get enough views or they don't feel like they get enough engagement on social, I just hope you remember like it doesn't matter. If you get one like and one comment and one view, that's one person who their day was impacted in some way by your content and probably in a positive way. Now, if you're posting negative stuff, I'm going to ask you maybe stop, maybe stop negatively impacting people. Doesn't need to happen. But it just, I think if we're measuring our success by the number of people who are seeing our content or the number of people who are feeling moved by it in or enough to comment or enough to double tap to like, I don't think we understand what success is. I think success is so much more about making a difference to one person. That's successful. I feel if one person calls my radio show and is like, I love what you guys are doing, day made, day made. 
I don't need 14,000 calls. In fact, I don't want 14,000 calls. That is a lot of calls, but I don't need that many people validating what we're trying to do and what we're spreading joy about and all those things. Like, if you're meeting one person where they're at and improving their day from where they're at, it's so great. So, all that to say, I hope if you're a social media person, you feel like you can be fully yourself. And I hope if you are on social media and you, find yourself wanting to hate on people for being themselves. Take a deep breath, my friend. Take a walk. You don't need to be cruel to people. And I hope that if you are someone on social media who gets mean comments, you can brush it off because those people have a lot more work to do on themselves than uh, you do, I'm sure. Unless you're spreading mean content. Then in that case, shh, just shh. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, that is my rant of the day. If you have not watched Love is Blind season six just yet, please do it and then DM me at Erica Shea with three A's. I need to know everyone's thoughts. I need to talk about this over and over again. It has been the topic of so many of my conversations lately. I just, I need to know everyone's thoughts. I need to know which couples you think are going to make it. I think there's probably two from this season that'll get married. I'm hoping. And several that are going to fall apart b- prior to the weddings, I'm sure. But my DMs are always open at Erica Shea with three A's on Instagram, at Erica Shea with three A's on TikTok. And I love you very much. I hope you have the best week and I will be back very soon. All right. Have a good one. Bye.